Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. The following is paid commercial programming. The views and opinions expressed do not necessarily reflect those of WSSP, Intercom Milwaukee, its staff, or sponsors. From Lake Michigan to the Mississippi, and every river, lake, and field in between, let's talk everything outdoors. Yeah, it's time to hop on the crazy train. (laughs) Welcome to the Midwestern Shooter Supply Cutting Edge Outdoors, presented by Coleman Insect Repellents. Fasten your seatbelts for a wild ride through Wisconsin's outdoors, only on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Crazy train with the Midwestern Shooter Supplies Cutting Edge Outdoors. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to this week's edition of the Midwestern Shooter Supplies Cutting Edge Outdoors. We come to you every Saturday morning from 6 to 8 a.m. We are live. And as usual, uh, what are you looking for, Danny? Oh, you're looking for here. Let me hold that for you. <laughs> we got Danny Bush over on my left. I'm Tommy the True Newbauer. And uh, if you want to give us a call, got any questions or comments, 414-799-1250. Or you can email us live at ceoguys at yahoo.com. And today at 705 we have a special guest calling us from the ice fishing show, and uh, that's going to be taking place next week. And, you know, right off the bat, Danny, if we have an early listener or early listener. Early <laughs> listener. Yeah, early the listener. Early, everybody asks me, why does your show have to be so early? Well, that's just. You get that too, right? Yeah, every now and then. Is but, the whole world sleep till 11 o'clock yeah, on I a know, Saturday? I don't know. Right now, the but, people that are listening are the hardworking Americans on their way to work. Right. And if and if one of those hardworking Americans would like two free tickets. Free. To, free. To the ice fishing show that's going to be at State Fair Park next week. All you got to do, be the first caller at 799-1250. I'll send you out two free tickets. We're going to give a few more of these out during the during the show. So, like, so this is for the... The early birds, the ones that are up right now. You're really in the Christmas spirit, Tom. Yeah, regular Santa yeah. Claus there. Seven nine nine twelve. Away. This is an eighteen dollar value. They're per nine dollars. Yeah, oh, nine dollars a piece. Nine dollars a piece. Eighteen dollars. I mean, yeah. I, and we got people we'll calling. Buy you 18 people happy that are meals. up. Yeah, and so the first caller is going to get. Uh, the phone lines are lit up, Danny. Look at that. So See, we we have we got, people early in the morning. There are people <laughs> up in the morning drinking their morning coffee. Yeah. <laughs> chilling out. We so, want to thank all the police officers listening to us that help protect us. The firefighters at the fire station listening. Good idea. We support the blue. Yeah. We support the what's fire's yeah, fire we do. guys? Are they blue? Yeah, I think so. I don't know. Yeah, well, I we support they're... them too. Yeah, I think they're blue. Yeah, if you're those... a firefighter, tell us you we wear blue. We support you working hard out there. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. The mailmen out there who are delivering the mail during this Christmas season. Well, I'm a little upset at our mailman, oh, but no, don't but, I mean, it. no, we've got one good mailman. And, it, and one good male lady, a good mailman, and then we've got this other one that normally these other two show up, eh, let's say, between 3 and 4 o'clock. 
This one guy, I swear to God, he. I way, hear your wife likes him. He, he way, uh, well, I think. Well, we've always said that our middle son Nick looks yeah. like the mailman. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, he uh, uh, he he always shows up like I don't know between five thirty and six o'clock. <laughs> you know, he's always way late. Way well, later. the guy's probably got a like a big area that he has to cover. But the other two are always earlier. I don't know. They got the same area. <laughs> but anyway. Hey, maybe he's got a little uh, in-between break. Maybe. Maybe. You know maybe. what I mean. Yeah, yeah, we know what you mean. So, Danny, you were out hunting. Yeah, man. And uh, how'd you do? Made it back. Well, I called you in la- called in last week, and I told you my opening day was uh, <clears throat> sun- uh, I- Sunday because I did the radio show Saturday. So I w- drove up there, leisurely got up there, and uh, hunted Sunday morning, went across to my stand. And uh, eight o'clock, I saw a little a little guy come meandering over the top of the ridge. But yeah. something told me that I had to look directly 180 degrees behind me to, you know, watch another trail where I'd seen a nice buck coming through with the crossbow. And sure enough, I turned around and I see the doe going through, and I whip the scope up, and then I can see the buck coming behind. I'm thinking I'm going to get the shot. I'm ready. I put put it in the crosshairs. It's about 45 yards away, probably, and uh, there were trees in the way. When I put up, when I got the scope up, all I I didn't, its head was down. I'd seen rack with the with the without the scope. There's no problem seeing a nice white rack. Put the scope up, and I've got the deer's body in the scope. I can't see its head, and I got the crosshair center of his body, but there's several small trees in front. Yeah, and it's walking fast, so. I mean, looking back on it, yeah, uh, sure, I could have fired a shot and probably hit a popple tree. But uh, then it, I swung to the next opening, got ready. As soon as it hit, I yelled because a lot of times they'll stop. Yeah, yeah. And it didn't stop, and it turned dead away from me. And I walked over oh. there now, and I checked the trail out. The trail runs along the ridge, and it does go that direction. So now I got the, the, the crosshairs on the middle of the deer, kind of on its back area, and it's moving, and now... The crosshair is kind of on its rear end, you know. I, yeah. I didn't, I didn't want to take a shot. Yeah. And wound it. Yeah. And now looking back on it, as soon as it hit that opening, I should have pulled the trigger. It was on the. It was come. It was be behind that doe. Mm-hmm. It wasn't going to stop. You could have played yeah. the Star Spangled Banner. That deer wasn't going to stop for anything. Yeah. And looking back, I should have shot. But that's hindsight. And it's opening day. You you want to make a nice, careful yeah. shot. The year before, it worked perfect. Buck sneaking up a ridge. I almost shot on the move in the brush, but I waited till it hit an opening, made a little noise, it stopped, drilled it. But a lot of times in deer hunting with a, with a rifle or a bow, you know, it's a lot of times it's a split second decision. And if you if you hesitate, I, thinking that you know, if I, you think too much, well, you, you know, know, when it didn't stop, <laughs> yeah, I momentarily panicked, thinking, "Oh no, it's not stopping," and then I didn't want to take a panic shot, right. Right. Like, I didn't want to take a panic shot right. and all of a sudden make a bad shot. Right. But looking back on it, I had the crossers on the deer. I should have taken the panic shot. But I didn't want to make a bad shot. <laughs> and all of a sudden, it was yeah. gone. And yeah. it's all happened. And, in a split second. In a split second. Yeah, it yeah. Go- and yeah. I thought it yeah. would... Okay. The the week before, I think it was the same buck, it had actually taken a different... It had, on that trail, it had veered to the left and crossed the ridge where I could get another crack at it. So... I swung to the next opening, hoping that it, I'd get another poke at it mm-hmm. somewhere down the line, but it turned and yeah. veered down the ridge behind the 
go the opposite direction. I've made harder shots. Years ago up in Douglas County, I, uh, I'd had a buck sneak by me opening day, and I swung on it. It was, it was just a fork buck, and I had the crosshairs kind of in the middle of it, but it was flying through some heavy evergreens, and I didn't want to wound it, and I didn't shoot, and that whole day I was kicking myself for not shooting. So the next day about noon, right before the Packer game, I thought, okay, time to crawl out of this stand, and I caught a little movement to my left. Sure enough, there was a buck. It's coming up from the river, sneaking along, and it's moving fast. And I grabbed the rifle, whipped it up, had the, got the deer in the scope. I could just see its its head as it was going through an opening. And I thought, as soon as it hits the next opening, and I just swung ahead, its head hit the opening, I pulled the trigger. I couldn't even really see the deer's body when it hit the opening. I was mm-hmm. just kind of down underneath right, the head. Right. Took a quick poke. It took off running, took another poke. And I, uh, and I actually, I thought, no way in heck did I get that deer. It was about 80 yards away. And I, I thought, well, at least I pulled the trigger. Time to go watch the Packer game and have mm-hmm. a brewski. And I walked down over there just for the heck of it. And I looked. Couldn't believe it. There was blood. And then I looked up about 60 yards away up on the ridge where I'd last seen its tail bounding away. Yeah. And I'm like, God, is that a deer laying there? And I had drilled it. <laughs> so that was a tougher shot than yeah. the one I passed yeah. up. But I was in, you got to take a quick shot mode because... Mm-hmm. This one was in such thick stuff, I knew it was going to disappear, and I wasn't going to get another crack. So did you end up shooting one by the end of the Well, you know what? After I'd passed up deer, um, I, I I did sit in that stand, and I passed up several big does. Um, even the la- very last, uh, that Saturday after I called you, I went that night and uh, sat up in that stand and had uh, some, some nice does come by. Um, then that Sunday, we made a drive. And I had a big doe jump up 10 yards to my right. You know, it was going to let me walk right by. It's amazing how they will lay tight where you almost got to step on them. Mm -hmm. And uh, I was walking through, and I stood for about five minutes. And that's what made her nervous. And she jumped up. She was just behind me and 10 yards to my right. And she jumped up. All the deer want to run behind you back the other direction into the wind, which makes sense. They like to run with the wind. Mm -hmm. And I thought about it, and I thought, do I really want to drag this deer out Sunday morning, Sunday, it, all this work in the marsh? I thought, no, I mean, <laughs> I'll shoot one on the field and make it yeah, easy next yeah, week, okay. next weekend. That's the plan. Chased a nice doe to uh, the owner of the property. I made another drive, chased one right to him. He drilled that. He was happy as could be. And then the last drive of the day, uh, my buddy Scott, both of us had the same attitude. Neither of us wanted to do the drive. I was the one who was doing the drive. He just had to stand. I had to climb this big hill, make a circle around a ridge across the road, go through briars. I mean, you got to be a mountain goat to climb up there. And he just said to me, he says, let's just do this drive and get the hell out of here. It's about 1 o'clock Sunday. Uh, up on top, I jumped the buck, mm-hmm. and I yelled, coming down, running down the ridge east. to a y-. Well, he couldn't even hear me yell, but he sees the thing coming down, mm-hmm. and he shot hit it, it turned, ran right out in the field in front of him, and he got it. He was happy as could be, so I chased the Excellent. buck to him on the last drive. So it was a good hunt. Yeah, it was. I it's, didn't have to pull the trigger. That's all right. I mean, it, as long as you enjoyed it, that's the main thing. It was great. Uh, who do you got on the line, Greg? Tom, we have your good friend Kevin from Greenfield. Oh, yeah. Hey, Kevin. How are you doing this morning? Oh, very good. I uh, was experimenting on my little Sony, and I got the FM a little bit. Mm-hmm. But I'm recording on the AM. By the way, why did you've heard of, you've heard of the uh, the night crawler? Why do they call the night crawlers night crawlers? I mean, there aren't any day crawlers. 
Well, because they, I guess, because when it rains, they come out at night. Uh-huh. It's easier to pick them at night. They come out at night. I guess maybe that's why. You know, what do you think, Danny? I don't know. It's one of those things, you know, Kevin. I often think about where do some of these words come from. I was thinking like this week, the word booger. Right? <laughs> I was. I pulled one out of my nose, and I thought <laughs> you oh, pulled one booger. Out of your- right? And then I thought booger. Where did they come up with the name booger? What was the, or where did that originate from? It's, it's, Does that come from the Greek or the Latin? I, I would like, so like Nightcrawler, it's one of those things, Kevin, I'd like to know. Yeah, well, you know what, Kevin? What? We'll look into that, all right? Yeah, we'll you check know, on both Yeah, we'll check you. on it. Thanks you know, for calling, reading, Kevin. Uh, we appreciate Tom, it. Tom. What? You know, I was reading a book, Henry Huggins. Yeah? And uh, he was catching worms and... Uh, he caught 62 worms. Yeah. Which is one less than 63 and one more yeah, than 61. Yeah. And um, I don't know what uh, city they lived in, but uh, the uh, guy's name was Mr. Grumby. And so he had to put him in the uh, um, tackle box or whatever. And he says... I caught 62 worms for you. 62, that's great, he said. So, Well, that, that's it? That's it. Well, you know, I, I used to watch okay. Grumby. That was a good cartoon. All right. Yeah. All right. Thanks All for right. calling. Thanks, Kevin. See ya. Uh, yeah, we'll look into that uh, night crawl. I think it's because they just come out at night. I don't care crawl. about the word nightcrawler. I I don't where did the word booger come from? I don't know. One well, of those things that makes you say, uh-huh. Well, you know what, Daddy? When I was a kid... Kids used to <laughs> shoot them at each other. Other gross things. Well, I'll tell you what. How about during this break, you get on that computer by you and you look up the word booger. Go on Wikipedia. Maybe they can tell you no, all about no, it. I got more important things to do. I got all my right. lifeline screening sheet in front of me I got to talk to you about here. All right. See whether you're going to have a co-host for long. All right. We'll talk to you about that and more here on the Midwestern Shooter Supplies Cutting Edge Outdoors. Uh, You can always uh, call us at 414-799-1250. We'll be right back with more. Tom sitting yeah. next to me in yeah. the studio. That's a good song. Welcome back to Midwestern Shooter Supply. <laughs> Cutting edge outdoors. So, Tom, I made it back safely from the big hunt. Uh, I climbed the mighty hills. I walked the marsh in top-notch physical shape. Didn't even get winded. I'm the only guy in the group who's in the shape enough to do that. So I went and had this lifeline screening stuff done. Mm-hmm. You get this mailer in the mail. And it comes every, you know, couple years or so. And I thought, this year I'm going to get it done, being as I haven't been to a doctor in five years. So they do all these screenings. You might want to consider it, Tom. So I, mean, <laughs> I might want to consider grabbing your glasses here. Yeah. Thanks, Tom. Hold on one second. I saw him holding that paper way out there, and I'm thinking, Danny, you need these. 
forgot mine. God darn it. Okay, so I had the art. <clears throat> I had the arterial trio fibrillation screening done, looking for uh, abnormal heartbeat. Right, mm-hmm. and uh, they give you either normal, abnormal, or incidental finding. And the good news is. There's my heart rhythm is is nor, there's no you know irregularity in my heartbeat right, so that's good. The incidental finding was, it says at the time of your screening, your heart rhythm indicated a heart rate of less than 50 beats per minute. So I looked at the thing. It says 41. Well, ever since I was young, I've always had a low heart rate, which they used to tell you that that's good because the stronger your heart gets, the more it beats you know, volume per pump, and you don't have to go, you know, like a rabbit's 80 beats per minute. So they say, well, that might have, uh, being as the normal range is 60 to 100, a very low or very high heart rate can be an indicator for other health issues. So for years I've been told that's good. Now I'm supposed to see a doctor over it. Um, they learn new things all the time. Well, I thought it was good, too. Yeah, yeah. yeah marathon runners have it like yeah, a very 30, low heart rate very, because they're in very good shape. and Yeah, yeah that, that, mm-hmm. your heart's strong. So I don't know. Maybe I got an enlarged heart or something that I'm going to, you know, like just fall over here off the stool someday. So you guys have to carry me out. They're full of it. They're full of it. So anyway, the uh, other screening that I had was uh, they took ultrasound images and blood flow measurements to check for plaque. Uh, in the carotid, carotid, is carotid, it? carotid artery to yeah, look for carotid. carotid artery disease, and there's no plaque buildup. The blood flows great, so there's no plaque present. That's the good news. The other good news was I had the abdominal aortic aneurysm. Um, they look for that. Nothing there. Then they do this peripheral arterial disease thing. Did you go to a, a doctor for this? No, they got the screening. It takes all the twenty minutes, and it costs like. 146 bucks. Where's that at? Well, they did it at the Holiday Inn, the uh, the Old Country Suites area out there by Pewaukee and 164. Did you have to go into an MRI machine or something? No, no, you go from station to station. And for 146 bucks, it's cheaper than going to your doctor and getting this stuff done. So, yeah, they'll periodically come and they do these five tests. They can send the results to a doctor, I suppose, if you want. I just said, send this stuff to me. So they sent the re- so I think it's worthwhile to get the screening done for another fifty bucks. I had that PSAT test, the one that for prostate. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah I, so it cost me two hundred bucks total. And the good news on that is uh, I tested and there was no evidence for that. So they you you pulled down your pants and bent over? No, not that one, bonehead. They take a blood test. Oh, that's the digital exam. They do an actual. Oh. There's actually a blood test that they've come up with. They came up with this 10 yeah. years ago where they can, it's indicative of possible. Now, they do recommend that you do that digital exam as well, but um, they do have that uh, blood test. Uh, I, I forget what it's, I probably got the acronym wrong on it, but yeah, they te- check the blood, and if there's, an, there's a certain abnormality that they can check, which is indicative of possible pot prostate cancer, and I was fine on that, so I was glad I spe- spent the extra 50 bucks. But the one test... That I had that I didn't think I had anything to worry about. I thought it's a waste of time testing it for me. What was that? Uh, for osteoporosis. Now that's bone. Yeah. Old ladies get it, right? They fall, they any, break. Uh, and, yeah. Any, you get older, anybody, men, women, doesn't matter. Yeah, well, I'm thinking, okay, but I've exercised my whole life. You know, mm-hmm. I've, you know, put, you know, deadlifted close to 500 pounds and put 
400 plus pounds on my back. Done all kinds of stuff. I've ran into trees. I've tackled people in football. I've never broken a bone. Never broken a bone ever. Mm. They've they've got me. My bone density was uh, lower, um, and so it's you're supposed to be. Well, I'm at zero point seven six eight, and you're supposed to have zero point eight four four for bone density. So they recommend further evaluation from my physician because I'm listed as high probability for problems, I guess, with osteoporosis. And I'm thinking, now, how accurate is that? Because I've always been, I remember back when I was out for wrestling years ago, and everybody would say, you only weigh that? And they'd say, well, maybe you're light-boned. <laughs> is there such a thing as light-boned? Uh, I've, never, I don't, I've never heard that. So now, I, I'm, now I'm worried about the osteoporosis, and I've taken calcium, right? You mm-hmm. take cal- that's another that's thing that you thing take. I'll take. take calcium, mm-hmm. supplements, workout. Mm-hmm. My bones are just fine. What do you think, Greg? All fishing, all hunting, all the time, eh? What do you think? <laughs> hey, you gotta, you gotta I just, make sure you, if you ain't healthy, you can't fish. That's right. If sure you ain't you healthy, can. I can't join you on the show. You can't, so. you can't hunt, but you can fish. You can just lay in that boat. So Tom, that's not fishing. That's just laying in the boat. Well, you watching a bobber, you know. Have you had really? those screens done, Tom, to check I've, for black and stuff like that? I've, yeah. yeah. You're yeah. okay, too? No. No. Well, no. you mean I'm going to be sitting here by myself someday? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Greg, I'll probably die before you do. So yeah, you need the tests too. Mm-hmm. No, I just got a physical. I'll be, I'll be here with bad broken bones though, because well, I got osteoporosis coming. I just had a physical uh, last year when I got my life insurance. Well, they make you do that. Right? Oh yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. they put you through the ringer on that one. Yeah, yeah, they don't want to figure you're going to kick the bucket the next day. Yeah, because they they mar- they put your rates in for thirty years. Mm-hmm. Is that it? Mm-hmm. That's what, I, yeah, ours was put in for, yeah, a long time. I, I should really look and see when it's up, you know, because it's been a long time. They let you, ha- do they ask you if you smoke on that? Oh, on yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, they test you because they take your blood, and if there's nicotine in your blood. Oh, you can't say. You can't no, lie. I don't know. <laughs> no, you can't, you can't lie. Can't lie. <laughs> but one, the, one thing you can lie about that I found this out yeah. is that they can, they will, they will not consider you a non-smoker. Until you are three years clean. Three? Three years clean of smoking. I oh. found that out. So if you haven't, if you just, if you're going for life insurance and you quit five months ago, say you quit three years ago because they, they can, won't find it in your system. Right. But they, they'll, they ask you when you quit smoking. And if yeah. it hasn't been three years, you're still considered a smoker. I'm not going to mention who, but a person very close to me. Uh, went through their whole thing for life insurance, and he stopped. He was a chewer of tobacco, and he stopped chewing like two months before they came and took the blood and all that. Didn't show any nicotine in his system. They said, uh, "Do you smoke?" He says, "No." Do you chew tobacco? Or no. You know, he just said no, no. And they tested his blood. There was none in it, so he was cool. You know, with that. You know, they were cool with that. But the thing is, is you're supposed to tell them. Like, if you start doing it, you're supposed to let them know. Because if you, let's say you die five years later and they, and the insurance company wants an, a blood test, and if it shows nicotine in there, they might disallow that well, yeah, payment. Yeah, you can't, uh, you can't not. That's, That's true right. for some policies. Other true, policies. Yeah, some Because I, I, I yeah. asked the, our in, insurance agent the same thing. I said, what yeah. if, you know, 10 years from now I start 
smoking, will that will if if I die, will my life insurance not go to my wife? And she said, nope. Don't Once you have that it. test done, it's marked in, so you are you are good. Oh, now, okay, there, there could be good. other policies though that 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 don't do that. There might depending be on some... who you go through and who insures you. Yeah, maybe some insurance companies are more picky. Well, listen, we got a we got another break coming up. We're going to be doing the gut report after this break, and then don't forget, folks, we're going to be playing the Hornschwaggle after the six forty-five break, and that's brought to you by Bucky's Fine Meats and Sausages out there in McGuanago. You will win a ten-dollar gift certificate. All you got to do is answer two out of three statements correctly: Hornschwaggle or no Hornschwaggle. And that's coming up, like I said, after the 645 break. Right now, we're going to go to a quick break. And when we come back, we will have the gut report. And I'll come up with something. I don't have anything right now. What? But I'll come up with something. Yeah, we'll be right back on 105.7 FM, The Fan. Come here. I'm going to eat you. I'm bigger than you. I'm higher in the food chain. Get in my belly. The gut report is brought to you by v Cheesy Produce and Discount Liquor. Oh, you know, folks. A lot of people, you know, we talked about a lot of things to do with turkeys and that, you know, uh, all the different things you can make with them. And when it comes to, like, the turkey carcass or chicken carcasses and that, you know, you, a lot of people like making turkey soup, chicken soup. You know, you add all the different things to it, and that's wonderful. But there's one thing that makes it stand out above the rest. You know what that is? Dumplings. That's right, Dumplings. You add dumplings to your soups, you know, like turkey soups, chicken soups, whatever, and your uh, whoever's eating them will love you for it. How do you make dumplings? Piece of cake. You take a cup of flour, a half a cup of milk or water, and one egg. Add some salt and pepper. Now, if you want to add some garlic uh, powder to that or whatever herb you like, yeah, fine, go ahead. You mix that all up. Like I said, one cup flour, half cup milk or water, and one egg. You want them at a thick consistency. You don't want this batter to be runny or real loose. You want it kind of thick. And then you spoon them in while the soup's boiling away. You spoon them in all over the top and then put the lid on. And it doesn't take too long. You'll know when they're done. They get firm. And I'll tell you what, it's wonderful to have that with your chicken soup, turkey soup, or whatever. Dumplings. Mm Mm-mm. Really good. The Gut Report was brought to you by V Marchese Produce. When quality counts, you can count on V Marchese Produce. Insist on the best. You can visit them at vmarchese.com. And by Discount Liquor, where you'll find the best price, selection, and service at 51st and Oklahoma in Milwaukee and Main Street in Barstow and Waukesha. For weekly specials, go to discountliquorinc.com. Come here, I'm going to eat you. I'm bigger than you. I'm higher in the food chain. Get in my belly. Oh, yeah, and by the way, dumplings and beef stew is always good, too. <laughs> you got to have dumplings on the top. At I've least never at, been a dumpling fan. No, at least at our house. Dumplings just have seem dumplings. to be just like a big thing of dough, right? Well, it is, but it's, what you, it's what you add to it and what you're eating with it. It's kind of like, like dry. You could choke on them and oh, die. Oh, no. No, not mine. Dry dumplings? No, not my dumplings. You dip them in like gravy and stuff. Well, the, the dumplings are in the soup, so you're not going to die from that. No. And and yeah, you dunk them in gravy like in the beef stew or venison stew. Dunk okay. Them. Hey, Kay. listen, before we get, uh, well, we'll be doing the Hornschwaggle after the 645 break. But Danny, uh, I, I got to do this. I got to do this twice an hour. So right now. Glad to see you. Are you ready, Greg? Track here. Are you getting ready, Greg? For the 
third caller. How's that? We're going to change this up a bit, little bit. The third Is that all right, Greg? That's, Look at Greg. Greg's making faces over Come there. on, Tom. Why are you For, making things complicated? Well, otherwise, we make it too easy. The third caller. I like easy. We'll, I'll give away like women, two Ooh, tickets. Keep it clean, Greg. We're a family show. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to give away two tickets That's to the harassment. Ice, to the ice is there a woman fi- in here? Will you shut up, please? Okay. I'm trying to do this. All right, sorry. <laughs> I'm giving away two tickets. Greg, we already got the callers. See, I, knew, I knew he was going to do that. <laughs> we already got the callers. Yeah, I know. We do. <laughs> two tickets to the ice fishing show. That's next week. Next weekend, ice fishing show at State Fair Park. I'm giving away two free tickets to the third caller. Greg, the rest is up to you. Now, Danny. Yeah, yeah. Here's a deer hunting one. Okay. We talked about this two years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, this guy from Washington County, Calvin Steinert, in 2015, he went out to South Dakota, pheasant hunting, right? Yep. And as they're walking along a cornfield, this buck comes running at him, literally runs right into him, runs right into him. And he had a sling on his shotgun, and somehow the sling got wrapped in the buck's antlers. Do you remember about that? And the deer ran off with his gun right, hanging around his head. Right. Well, the guy, you know, they looked around for it that weekend, you know, didn't find it. So he figured, well, it's gone forever. This year, or was it this year? Yeah. No. Yeah, this year he gets a call because he hunts the same area with the same farmer that lets these guys go out there and hunt in the same area. Yeah. He gets a call from the guy. He says, uh, I think I found your shotgun. Or somebody found it nine miles away or something. I mean, it was a ways away, right? Yeah. And when they get out there this year, sure enough, here's this rusted up, beat up shotgun with just a piece of a strap. It's his shotgun. Two years later, it was found. It had been, been laying out in the field or woods or wherever they found it. Been laying there for two years. And the shell's still in it. There was a shell still in, but it was like rusted in the chamber. So they had to drill out the core and whatever. Yeah, it was. It, I- it was funny. I wish I had my. I wish my dad were alive to ask him this story. I believe it was one of his cousins, and I believe it was a true story where he he shot a buck, and it went down. Mm-hmm. And this is many, 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 many decades ago. And when he went to take a picture, he he put the rifle in its rack, and the thing got up and took off. It had only just been kind of like stunned or something. Yeah. He, he maybe hit it, the base of the antler or something, and knocked it out. And that guy lost his rifle. <laughs> yeah, I wish I had. Wish Dad were alive to because I remember him telling me a crazy story like that. So crazy things. Yeah, two do. years ago, I, I we I mentioned it on the we show. We did mention it. I mentioned yeah because it was in this paper and I mentioned it. You know, but it's funny that two years later they find his gun. You know, the moral of the story is don't bother with the sling when you're out pheasant hunting on yeah. your shotgun. Yeah, you might get run over by a duck and the buck might steal your shotgun. Hey, what do you think about this, Danny? Huh. Governor Walker signed uh, the uh, hunting bill allowing woodchuck to be hunted. Uh, woodch- woodchucks are also known, uh, well, groundhogs, actually. Groundhogs are also known Why as woodchucks, woodchuck? woodchucks or whistle pigs. I'd never heard them called whistle pigs. But groundhogs, woodchucks, whatever, same thing. Uh, they're they're going to have an open season on them next year. You know, I, I don't. it doesn't say when it's going to start. Have you ever drank woodchuck? What? Yeah, what, is that woodchuck to drink? apple cider. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? Me and my buddy Ron Johnson, the guy who was here years <laughs> yeah. ago, after he lost a giant muskie with me on Pewaukee back in 1999, 
we went into the old Park Avenue Pizza and picked up a six-pack of woodchucks. We'd never had it before. Mm-hmm. But they had like a little cool little woodchuck on uh, outside um, yeah. of the... Yeah. Are they good? They're very good. They're yeah. dangerous though because no kidding. They go dude. down. Uh, we what? they're like they're like apple juice. What's the it's apple? like drinking, drinking apple juice, but yeah. it kicks you. But we went out and got four muskies that night. Nice. Well, After having our woodchucks. Yeah, we should drink woodchuck before every. It outing. was kind of like well, for a while for me and Ron, it was a tradition. We'd go fishing. He goes, are we going to pick up the woodchucks? <laughs> <laughs> well, what alcohol volume is that? Five five percent. Oh, okay. Which normal beer is usually around like if you drink a. High life, it's around like three point six. Mm-hmm. How much wood would woodchuck chuck if a woodchuck could chuck wood? A How lot. much woodchuck could woodchuck chuck if a woodchuck could chuck woodchuck? I did it faster. Oh, you added something to yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, he added. How much bit woodchuck of... could a woodchuck chuck if a woodchuck could chuck woodchuck? Yeah. Huh? Yeah. How much wood he could a woodchuck, woodchuck chuck? Chuck. If a woodchuck... No, how how much woodchuck could a woodchuck chug oh! if a woodchuck could chug woodchuck? I think we got to combine the two. Did and you come guys up ever... with the ultimate? Did you guys ever see that commercial for some beer company where the farmer's driving by and there's uh these there's woodchucks oh, yeah, in, in the yeah, pond? That was hilarious. And he says, Hey, quit chucking my wood. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, you dang woodchucks. Quit chucking, quit chucking my, my wood. wood. <laughs> that was a great commercial. That was a good one. I wish they'd bring that one back. Yeah. Yeah, that was I forget what that was for. Yeah, it was for some beer company. Uh, I think it was a beer company. No, it was Geico, I think. Was it? I think maybe? it might have been good. Oh, yeah, because they come Geico up with some ones. weird ones. Yeah. They I actually had some good ones I, I was going to send to them. <laughs> I, I thought of some other really good ones. Oh, the one that's hilarious right now is the uh, Buckingham Palace card. The what? The Buckingham Casual Fridays at oh, Buckingham Palace. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, you know one. those guards that had yeah, the big yeah, tall the guards, hats. Yeah. yeah, they're supposed to stand straight. I, I, can't be bothered. I applied for they, that. They, oh, they the casual they Friday. They, they got a guy sitting on a lawn chair taking his. What is he in his? He's pajamas. in his boxers <laughs> with, a, with a robe on, with a the t shirt, and he's got his hat on still, but that's it. And he's in a lawn chair, and he's he's, he's got something. the gun next to him, and he's falling asleep, and he <laughs> knocks over the gun. He's waving at people, <laughs> yeah. you know. What's the commercial yeah. for? Geico. 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 Yeah. Is it okay? Yeah, they come up with some funny ones. Um, uh, let's see now. Uh, oh, there was. Oh yeah, I forgot this one on the on the CEO guys at Yahoo.com. Gotta let everybody know. Come on now, buddy. Load up here now through Christmas. At Smokey's Musky Bait and Tackle Shop, fifteen percent off on all tackle and clothing. Now, the hours are reduced. Uh, weekdays are from 8 to 2.30, weekends 6.30 to 2.30. But uh, 15% off on everything in the store. Now, that's a good deal because those sweat musky smoke, uh, the musky shop sweatshirts, those are really cool. You can get the cutting-edge outdoors hats at 15% off. All those musculars and all the non-musculars, everything's 15% off. That's... And there's a new, there's a wall where they got everything that's 50% off. There's a whole bunch of MEPS spinners. 50% off? 50% off on this one wall. Wow. They got a little red tag on them, all these different lures and baits and that. But there's a whole bunch of MEPS that I just put up there last week. 50% off. So, so. get some stocking stuff yeah. right there. It's a good um, deal. The other place I would I plan on visiting soon is Midwest yeah. Shooters Supply. Glad you brought that up. They got some great stuff out there. I yeah. mean, they got from fishing... To, uh, they had a great deal on flicker shads a while back. Mm, they, I, I think they still do. They might. Yeah, I don't and, know. And and they've got like a nice bin when you go in there, 
where they have stuff on sale, like in the yeah. big bin type like thing. Like a clearance table. thing? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I got a nice turkey call there yeah. last year and a few few other things. So, yeah, that's worth going up to. But well, I, I can never get out of there in five minutes because I love just walking yeah. around there. It's not I, too far I, of a drive either. No. I was right on the free, right up on 41. I would like I would like to talk to Greg. I mean, uh, Randy. I wish we could talk to him this morning about muzzle loaders because that season's coming up. And we'll talk about muzzle coming loaders up, maybe. going on today. Is it? Does it start? Right? I thought it was starting it's, on the seventh. I, I um, it's going on this weekend. Really? Oh, I yeah. Thought next it was weekend, next I think next weekend's the doe hunt. Oh, the antlerless doe antlerless hunt. I'm getting doe my hunt. That's seasons. Why, that's why confused. I'm, I'm yeah. putting all my eggs in one basket yeah. to go up and shoot a couple does right. next week. Well, let's talk a little one. bit about muzzle loaders. Maybe we got a listener who knows a lot about them. Seven nine nine twelve fifty. Also, one thing, guys. Everybody listening to me right now. Go today. Don't wait till tomorrow. Don't wait till the ninth. We've got till December tenth to put in for your bear permit and spring turkey. Do it now. Yeah. Do it today before you forget. Because mm. I swear to God, half the people listening to me, December eleventh will come and you'll be like, oh crap. Yeah. I forgot to go in and do it. Yeah, the uh, muzzle loader is November 27th through December 6th. Oh, yeah. It started la- immediately yeah. after right. the regular right. gun goes. Right after the regular uh, gun. Angela's hunt is the 7th through the 10th. Right. Which is this coming Thursday. And then there's starts. also one December 24th through January 1st. Right. Holiday hunt. Right. Holiday. Which is going on in Waukesha County yeah. this year. All right. We're going to take a break. And then when we come back, we're going to be playing the Horn Schwaggle, brought to you by Bucky's Fine Meats and Sausages in McGuanago. Be the first caller, be the contestant. You will win a $10 gift certificate to Bucky's. Uh, hopefully, you'll win that. Just give us a call at 799 1250. Be that contestant and win a nice prize. We'll be right back with more of the Midwestern Shooter Supplies Cutting 414 799 1250. Yes, 414 799 1250. And on 105.7 FM The Fan. Too many numbers. <laughs> It is now time for the one and only Hornschwaggle. And you can only find the Hornschwaggle here on the Midwestern Shooter Supplies Cutting Edge Outdoors. Every week we bring you the Hornschwaggle brought to you by Bucky's Fine Meats and Sausages in Maguanago. Well, that's the the song we're going to be playing tonight, a little after 7 o'clock, when the Badgers kick off against the Ohio State Buckeyes. And uh, anyway, at Bucky's, they do more than just fine meats and sausages. They got jerkies. They got seafood. They got sauces. They got this. They got that. They got free samples. They got catering. Bucky's in McGuanago. Anyway, Danny, who do do we got for the contestant? Uh, We have Ralph in Milwaukee. All right. Hey, Hi, Ralph. Ralph. Hey, morning. All right. So you know how this works. If I'm pulling your leg, you just say, that's a horn schwaggle. If it's uh, true, you just say, no horn schwaggle. So here we go. <clears throat> flying squirrels. The flying squirrels. The wily flying squirrel, I might add, have been known to launch from a branch and fly vertically for up to 100 feet. 
Hornswoggle. Hornswoggle. Yeah. They don't actually fly upwards. Yeah, they, they glide, do, down. glide downwards. Right. Good and one. And they're a lot smaller than regular squirrels. The, the diminutive yes. flying squirrel. Yes. Good word, Tom. Diminutive. Yes. Yeah. Uh, the speed of a twenty-two long rifle, high-velocity cartridges, roughly about the same as high-velocity shotgun loads. Hornswoggle. That's a no hornswoggle. They're pretty much both around 1,300 feet per second. Yeah. Okay. So you're one out of two. Here we go. So you got to get this one, and you got it. A 410-pound dressed weight deer was recently harvested by Mr. Clarence Rutherford in St. Louis County, Minnesota. Hornswoggle. Hornswoggle. Clarence Rutherford was uh, was a Wally's best friend on Leave It to Beaver. Okay, you won. All right. Hey, congratulations, Ralph. Uh, thanks for listening. And Greg, yeah. you got his information? Yeah, we're all good. All right, man. All Take right. Care. Thanks. Bye. All right. Uh, oh, this is the, oh, who is it? This is the Hornswoggle? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh, I thought I gave away some. Oh. You okay over there, Tom? I gotta redo this. Having a senior moment on us there. Yeah, horn. I'm writing this down. Hornschwaggle and Bucky. You should have two. Yep. Other sheets for. Yes, for the ice fishing tickets. show. Oh, and by the way, I gotta mention this, and I'm gonna mention this in the next hour. I have to remember this. If you won a Cutting Edge Outdoors Blaze Orange baseball type hat, but you didn't receive it from three weeks ago, and you didn't get it. You gotta call us at seven nine nine twelve fifty. Remember, I told you I, I, when I got home, I only had one slip that said hat. I don't know what happened to the other slip. I have, I have no clue. So, if you did not get it, call us. That was the Veterans Day giveaway. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So if you Sorry didn't about get that. it, yeah, we I don't mean to. That was know, my fault. We don't so. try to, you know, screw somebody. Yeah, that's we, why we, I mentioned just, it last week. We, I mentioned it this week. You know, if you did not get it, you call us, and I will make sure. I got it still sitting there at home. So We're kind of keeping oh, this. But that was the day I had so many different slips, and I must have, like, pulling out of my pocket or something, one of the slips must have fell out somewhere. I don't know where. I Gosh, don't know what it. happened. I don't know what happened, but it did happen, so, so I apologize. Uh, so now we're going to talk a little ice fishing at 7.05 today. Yeah, yeah. We got Ryan calling in from the ice fishing show at 7.05. We're going to talk about it's, the big ice fishing show. It's hard to believe that it's show season is coming up, and there's mm-hmm. going to be a lot of great shows. A lot of people, once they put the guns away, they don't muzzle load hunt. They don't late bow, crossbow. They just call it a wrap. Yeah. So there, now you can get to some great shows. I see uh, I got an email that that Fish X... Expo is going to be February 9th, 10th, mm-hmm. and 11th mm-hmm. um, at Fair Parks uh, Conference Center in West Bend. So that one's going to be going on this year again as well. Yeah, that's going to be a good deal. As a matter of fact, this year, now last year when you bought a ticket for $10, it got you into the Muskie Show and the Fish X Show, which was everything non, non-Muskie. non Well, this year you can get into the Fish X Expo free. And only $10 for the muskie show. But you can go and just do the fishing, the non-muskie show for free. Oh, that's great. Yeah. And it's something great to uh, yeah. great to take your kids to as well. Yeah. They got all kinds of good stuff there. And they always got free stuff to give away, especially to the kids or, or even to people, the first so many, you know, people that come through, whatever, something like that. So anyway, uh, so uh, I was going to say about muzzleloaders. Have you ever shot a muzzleloader? I know you have one. Didn't you get rid of that one? 
Well, I had one that I swapped out yeah. with. Yeah. Uh, but did you ever get with Al? Al uh, shook. And yeah. He had a nice one, and I had it. And then I started thinking about: Am I really gonna go through getting all this stuff to load it and mm-hmm. this and use it? And uh, so. No, I ended up Dale, the boat mechanic. Yeah, okay. Dale's a nice guy. He wanted it, so yeah. I swapped it out. Swapped it out with him. Yeah. Did you ever shoot a muzzle loader? No, I never yeah. shot a muzzle loader. I did a couple of times. My one brother-in-law had one, and I'll tell you one thing. Remember in that movie, uh, Robert Redford played the guy, uh, 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 Jeremiah Jeremiah Johnson, Jeremiah yeah. Weed, and Jeremiah, at one point in the movie, it's a liquor. Oh, yeah. At one point in the movie, he takes this Hawkins 50 caliber, right? He, in one hand, he holds it straight out in one hand and shoots. Yeah. Try to do that with a Hawkins 50 caliber, mus- uh, any muzzle loader. Try to hold it out in one hand like this. I guarantee you it's going to drop down. You're yeah, not going to hold it out. They're big. They're heavy. And and it, all the weights on the front end. Hey, that had to be a plastic gun. A lot of front well, and, and a lot of stuff in these that. movies are. Oh, I know. In these movies, they're they're fake. Because my when my brother in law got his muzzle loader, and after we saw Jeremiah, we tried doing that. No, you can't do that. You got these guys <laughs> shooting assault rifles in movies with one hand too. Yeah, and try to hold try to hold an AR with a let's say two two three loads on, and and try holding that. On full auto, that in these movies with the with one r- hand, yeah, right, with the barrel hand. still pointed straight, <laughs> it'll be going all yeah. over the place. <laughs> did you speaking of Robert Redford? Did you ever uh, see the movie The Last Castle? That sounds familiar. No, it's a phenomenal movie. That's, Robert Redford was a, a, a general, a high-ranking military general, and he ended up going to a military prison for some sort of crime. What what time period? Uh, I mean, early two thousands. No, what? War? Oh, it it was it's it was set in the early two thousands. Oh, no. okay. So it was more. It's not like r- World War Two. No, 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 okay. no, no, no. It's a current okay. era. It's so a current he, era. So he plays a, a high ranking war general that's highly respected that ended up sending somebody on a mission where they should have been sent, and he ended up going to military prison, and James Gandolfini. Plays the warden, okay, who wants to assert his power, yeah, over Robert Redford, and there's a coup in the the prison trying to overturn uh, James Gandolfini, and, and Robert Redford is the leader of the, the leader of the coup. What and it's uh, called what, the last castle? the last castle. I, country, I wrote it down. What country does it uh, take place in? Uh, uh, allegedly, like some America Amer- in America in America, yeah. 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 Okay. Oh. Apparently, for war crimes, there's a separate prison mm-hmm. than if you commit. Instead of going to Fort Leonard Wood, yeah. <laughs> or the Leonard, or where oh, is that? Okay. Is for for war crimes, there's a separate yeah. prison as compared to yeah. If you committed a, if you and I committed a crime, I'll just I'll have to check that out. The on last my, on my fire stick. I'll I'll find it on my fire stick. I'll have to give Bob a call and ask yeah. him about. Hey, I heard you made yeah. a good movie lately. There, I didn't know. Why don't you tell me? He's still alive. That? I was just gonna. I was just gonna ask that. Is he still alive? Uh, Last I saw I, him, he wasn't looking good. I don't know. I, I think I think uh, he and Jane Fonda are doing a, a dance aerobics video part I, ten I together. <laughs> and you know Robert what? Redford's eighty-one years old. He's not yeah. dead. Oh, okay. okay. Sounds good. 
Oh, whatever. Speaking of dead, I was uh, <laughs> reading more dead. about this, uh, the CWD. We talked about it yeah. before the deer season. Mm-hmm. And they've got the, this still kills me, kiosks set up mm-hmm. where people just drop a head off mm-hmm. and they get the test results back. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm kind of wondering how the old kiosk thing went this year. Now, you're supposed to get the results in a couple weeks, real quick. Nine days is what they told me at Schnitzler's up in Sparta. Um, I'm curious what's going to happen with that, because I got a feeling with extra testing, most of the state of Wisconsin will turn black on that map where they have mm-hmm. the, you know, if you ever look at the DNR map, yeah. they got black counties yeah. where the CWD is. I got a feeling it's going to be... Everywhere they just found uh, a CWD uh, deer in uh, Vernon County that was tested, first one in Vernon County. Okay, there we go, and that's that's why they're first now. It, it see before it was like look no evil, see no evil. We're not testing that county because mm-hmm. we've never found it there before. Well, how are you going to find it if, if you you're not testing, testing for yeah. it? Uh, so now they're encouraging. Um, but I, there was an article in um, Michigan about this as well, and apparently CWD is ju- not near what it is here. It's just starting up there. And in that article, they quoted some experts as saying this, Tom, it's not a question of if CWD will jump the human barrier from animal to human, but when. Okay. And I think we've been <clears throat> downplaying that for a long time. I think uh, they didn't think the mad cow could jump, and it did. Um, and then they still, we heard about this years ago when CWD first came out in Wisconsin, the story about, I think it was some Northern Wisconsin deer hunters who had been going out West for getting two was kind of like the same. Um, I think it was Parkinson's type related, uh, Mm -hmm. maybe the Jacobs, whatever disease. Mm -hmm. And another guy had some other type brain disease. The odds of that really happening, uh, are like really low. And at the time, they said, nah, it's all just circumstantial evidence. We don't think, you know, no, we don't have any real evidence CWD caused it. But I, I still think that that could have been a strong possibility with those guys. Some some experts say that it's probably already jumped the species b- barrier. It might have. But I, I got to, when we come back after the update, we, uh, I got, after we talked to Ryan from the Ice Fishing Show at 705, I got a few complaints about some of those new rules and regulations, and I'll tell you how some people were t- taking advantage of some of the rules and regulations for deer hunting this Is this year. Just the Tom Newbauer bash the DNR. No, hour no, again? not no, not at all, not at all. It's just about how some people took advantage of some of these rules, and I'll I'll, I'll tell you about that after later. But right now, it is time. For the sports update here on 105.7 FM, the fan with with I'm I'm, I'm all lips and tongue with Greg Janik. <laughs> your wife likes that. Yeah. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.